For over 20 years, I've dedicated my life to bringing you the very best selling, marketing, and business building strategies to keep your business thriving. Get ready to experience the success you've been searching for. Welcome to the Tom Ferry Show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Tom Ferry Show, episode 93. What I wanted to say is, why do some agents, like think about like this, two agents, they both go to the same company, they both get the same licensing school, they both go to the same basic training, one of them becomes a rock star like you, and one of them suffers in the business every single day, suffers psychologically, suffers financially, has no certainty in terms of where their next transaction is coming from. I know the problem. Do you know the problem? Here's the secret. They don't know the questions to ask. They don't know the questions to ask. They don't know what to say to get a customer to say, I choose you over the competition. Or worse, they don't know what to say so they don't reach out to anybody. Do you know an agent that ever needed to make a phone call and didn't? Do you know someone that thought about a customer they should reach out to, but because they didn't know what to say, they didn't have a story, they didn't have a message they thought would bring value, they just didn't make the call? Has there ever been a time where you've lost a transaction because you didn't know what to say in the negotiation to get it across the, you know, the, the finish line? Have you ever been there before? I have a pretty good suspicion that every single person watching can relate to this message. So let's talk about it. What do we do? Um, Dr. Albert Morabian, professor of psychology at UCLA back in the 70s, did this beautiful case study. Now, if you've been around me for a while, you've probably seen this before, but I want you to listen through a fresh set of ears. And if you've never seen this before, man, pay attention. He did this sort of analysis of when we are communicating, what is the filter that people are listening through? How are they experiencing your communication? Check it out. Here's what he said. He said, only 7% of the message you're getting from me right now are the words blah, 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 that's coming out of my mouth. The words are only 7% of your, to your total communication. You know this because your tonality, your tone or your tonality, that is 38%. Think about it. Like, if I was like, Taz versus Taz, the word is exactly the same, but check it out. The tone impacts the message. The tone impacts the message. Um, have you had any thoughts of selling? Have you had any thoughts of selling? The words are exactly the same, but the tonality has a massive impact on how people interpret you, how they listen to you. Think about it like this, like any former military people. Did you have anybody at boot camp say to you, drop and give me 20? If they did that, you would probably giggle. Like if your parents said to you, um, go clean your room, you would be like, no, I think I'm gonna keep playing video games. But when you heard that tonality shift and you know the voice, I can think of my parents, like you know the voice, Thomas, clean your room. That was like my stepmom right there. Like I can hear it. Thomas, go clean your room. The tonality changed the message. You with me on this? Now here's what's interesting. There's a whole bunch of people watching this, maybe you, that you don't have a script book. You don't have a preset number of dialogues. So if you don't have these things memorized, if you don't know what to say and you don't know what to ask and you're in front of a customer, what happens? 
human mind can only do one thing. You're going to focus on one thing. <gasps> what am I going to say next? That's a pretty scary thought when the only thing you should be focusing on is the customer. How are they interpreting the message? What are their needs? What are their wants? What are their desires? What's their sense of timing? You know, what's important to them? But you can't do that because you're thinking, what am I going to say next to make sure I sound intelligent, to make sure I win, am I going to get this deal? And ah, we've all been there. We need to eliminate that. But there's more. 7% of your words, 38% of your tone, 55% of your total communication is the way you move your body. The way you move your body. Think about it like this. Have you ever seen this from somebody before? Um, have you had any thoughts of selling? You know, some people just do this all the time and have absolutely no idea. And you know what happens? It sends a mixed message to the consumer. You know if I did this for long enough with you, like if you were in a sales meeting right now, you look around the room, there's going to be people like, they don't even know why they're nodding yes. Think about this. If I asked you the same question, have you had any thoughts of selling? Are you as convinced as I am that I'm the right agent for the job? You know, that whole physiology thing creates congruency or it disrupts your congruency and you send a mixed message. Let me go back to this. Why do most agents suffer? Not only do they not know what to say, but they're not paying attention to the real art of communication, which is your tonality and your physiology all working together to create that powerful message that connects with the customer. Does that make sense? So, your tone impacts your message. Your body actually controls your tonality and it impacts your message. So, for example, if I was over the phone and I had a tendency to always have an upswing in my tone, I could change that just by dropping my arm. Did you know that? Your body actually controls your tonality. So if I'm a, you know, hey, have you had any thoughts of selling kind of person, I could just do this. Hey, have you had any thoughts of selling? And just by dropping your arm, it shifts and takes your tonality down. And if you ask yourself why, go back to that, you know, drill sergeant metaphor. If a drill sergeant has an upswing, what are we thinking? If someone says to you, um, I'm absolutely the best surgeon, do you think, oh, I have so much confidence in your tonality and I, I want to hire you immediately. Please do the, surgeon, you know, do the surgery on me. No, what do we immediately think when you hear upswing? What do you guys think? Tell me. Not confident. Not confident. What else? Don't trust that guy. You don't trust that person. So you're telling me that if my tonality goes up, I automatically have untrustworthiness. And I know for a bunch of my Canadian peeps, you're like, Eh? Right? There's some Canadians that are like, no, Tom, that's culturally how we do it. I'm with you. Not, not all, but I'm with you. But the bottom line is this. A downswing in tonality actually creates trust. A downswing in tonality actually has an authoritative um, listening to it. You know what I'm talking about. Are you paying attention to this? Are you really paying attention not to just what you're saying, but how you're saying it and the way your body is moving? I hope you are. Let's keep going. You ready? So we know this. Now the question is what action should we take? Number one is you should take you know, the Sales Edge workbook or whatever script you're using. Please, my goodness, please use something and you should memorize the words to get the 7% out of the way. I want to get the 7% out of the way. But Tom, I don't like some of your scripts and I like somebody. I don't care. Just don't make it up on the fly when you're talking to your customers because that means you're thinking about what to say 
not how the customer is interpreting your message. You're not able to listen to your customer because you're thinking about what to say. That's bad. So memorize the scripts. Number two, you want to practice tonality and pace. Pace is like rhythm, cadence, you know, how fast, how slow, where do I want to pause? My old speech coach, Ron Arden, God bless him, he passed away. Ron would say, Tom, if you throw a pause into your questions, do you think it might get people's attention? I know that probably sounded strange for you because I talk so damn fast, but the bottom line is, he would actually say to me in the script, consider there's a one dot pause, a two dot pause, a three dot pause, a dramatic pause, five seconds. You with me? But most people, they're not thinking about that. See, I learned a long time ago, sales is the ability to ask a series of questions that naturally and automatically lead you and the prospect to a mutually desired end result. Let me say it to you again. Sales is the ability to ask a series of questions that naturally and automatically lead you and the prospect to a mutually desired end result. Think about that. I think that's gonna require some practice, some tone. How do I wanna sound when I ask this question? The authority, or do I actually wanna plant a seed of doubt Mr. Mrs. Seller, where would you like to list your home? Well, we were kind of thinking a million dollars. A million dollars? You can actually use it in reverse to create doubt. What do you mean? You, you said that kind of strange. You think a million dollars is, is too much? Yes, I actually do, right? So you're creating and using these tonality techniques to actually create doubt or create certainty. But that's gonna require practice. Then number three, you wanna role play with your peers and my advice to you is follow the script, keep it in front of you, make sure you're, you're reinforcing the memorization techniques and then add in the tonality and the body language. And what I say is I actually wanna amplify the body language, I wanna amplify the tonality, I wanna add even more to it. So when I actually get in front of a customer, I actually do this. But I might practice like this, as silly as that sounds, so when I sit down with a customer and say, are you as convinced as I am that I'm the right person for the job? That it actually just is just easy and natural. Does that make sense? Now here's what's funny. Attorneys practice, doctors practice, airline pilots practice, actors and actresses absolutely practice over and over. They like become the role. You with me on this? And you know when you see a bad actor or actress, if you see a Broadway play, you're like, whoa, that person needs to practice more. They forgot their lines. They didn't know what they were doing. They didn't seem like they were in character. You know what it's like. I think most of those professions, they can't make the kind of money you can make, and yet they all practice like crazy and culturally in real estate, we have way more people suffering than practicing. So the question is frequency. How often should you practice? Well, they say there's the old 10,000 hours to mastery rule. So I would start with how do I put in 10,000 hours? If I want to become a master at listening and connecting my, with my customers and getting the yes and taking, um, I think of, um, I'm going to say her name, Sandy Powers. Big shout out to Sandy Powers. I was with my wife at this beautiful hotel launch in Huntington Beach, California. I mean, tuxedos, gowns, a whole nine yards. And uh, Ilona Miller, big shout out to her, brought us to this function. And this wonderful gal, Sandy Powers, who's an amazing real estate agent in Huntington Beach, comes walking up and Ilona says, oh, this is my friend Tom Ferry. And, and Sandy, not knowing me at all, she goes, oh, Ferry, I've heard about your family. And, and she kind of did a little, you know, like on me. And my wife turned to me and she goes, I'm gonna go get a drink, get her. 
That was it. She walks away, and I spend 15 minutes building rapport, connecting, asking questions, separating her story from reality, and you know what I did that day? I earned a client, someone I respect immensely, who worked with me for years. Love you, Sandy. You wanna know why? Because I've been practicing over and over and over, and I can take the most difficult selling situation, and you know what? Just get a better result. I don't win every time, nobody does but I get a better result than the person that doesn't practice. Does that make sense? Lots of love, Sandy Powers. Frequency, MRAS. Marketing, role play, appointment setting. 20 days out of the month. Anytime you're dealing with customers, before your open house you should practice, before your listing presentation you should practice, before you meet with a buyer you should practice, before you negotiate with somebody you should get on the phone or you should role play out. Here's the questions I'm gonna ask, this is my goal, this is how I'm gonna do it. You should practice, practice, practice. Because practice makes, you know the answer. So that's my message for the day. I hope you take this and you immediately say, I'm gonna download free scripts from TomFerry.com or anybody's scripts. I really don't care. I just care that you remove the 7% and focus on your tonality and your body and ultimately focus on your customer. Practice tonality and pace. Role play with your peers. I go, you go. Ready? You're the past client. Hey, you're the expired listing. Hey, we're on a listing presentation. Let's go through and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Practice with your buddies. Add more tone and body. Frequency, 20 days a month. You do that, and 2017 will be your best year ever. Thanks so much for watching. Remember always, your strategy matters. And now more than ever, your ability to present and be a powerful salesperson absolutely rules. Thanks for watching. If you love what you're seeing here, then click the button below to join our online community absolutely free. Thanks so much. <laughs>